welcome back to another episode of Shock Treatment on Mad Mel. And then we got Maddie. 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 How you doing over there, honey? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good over there. You know, I'm an Irish man. So as we approach our holiday, I, I, I feel a glowing um, in my uh, my heart and in my, um, what was that, liver? Is that where we keep all that alcohol that we drink? Yes, the green beer. Yeah, you know, what can you do? So if you guys if you guys can't tell from our conversation so far tonight's episode we're going to rank the Leprechaun movie series from I guess what would you say bad to good or good to bad or well well <laughs> it's that time of season uh, you I think last time what we well, would we do did, we did good to we did bad to good and then we like to see whose opinion who if we matched or not I think we did um we start from 1 and then we go forward and we talk about them, and then we give opinions. And then at the very end of the show, we give we give our quick at the end uh, ranking because we each have our own little ranking. We often agree, but we each have our own little ranking system. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I was like, I rewatched the entire series, and it's been a while. It has been, <laughs> it's been quite a little bit for myself. Uh, I tried to do a little rewatching. I, I rewatched a little bit, not as much as I would like to have. But I, I've seen enough in my head that I should be able to flow with it. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it's good times. I'm a, You know, the Leprechaun series is one of those fun ones. Creep me out as a kid. I was very creeped out by the Leprechaun. The look of him is very horrifying. And the, the, but he's just, he's, but he's a comedic horror. So oh, yeah. it, it kind of breaks it up a little bit. Like, I'm sporting my Leprechaun shirt that I got from Cavity Colors. I think I have a new addiction. Who's more of a wisecracking... Uh, Little man, Chucky or the Leprechaun? I actually think the Leprechaun is. I think he he, he does throw out more jokes, and especially as it goes further into the into the uh, into the series, he gets even more comedic. And it's funny because for people that don't know, Warwick Davis portrayed the Leprechaun in the majority of the series. I think only the newer ones don't have him portraying the Leprechaun. So. You know, Warwick Davis is an, a phenomenal actor. Everybody, you know, if you don't know him that oh, yes. or didn't know he was the Leprechaun, you would remember him from Willow. Oh yeah, from uh, you know Willow. He's all over the place. He's been killing it. You know, literally and <laughs> forever. He had a show not too long ago that was really cool. You know, Harry. He's in the Harry Potter films, I believe. He's probably yep. even in like Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, he's one of those dudes that's kind of like, you know, like body double stuff. You know, he has a very unique body. So, like, he, he, he you know, like, like um, Doug Jones, you know, he has that unique body. He's real slender, tall and thin. And, uh, you know, he can get into those costumes easier and make it look more realistic. Uh, Warwick has that effect, too. Uh, that's how he can pull off, you know, all, you know, the, the, the leprechaun deal so well. But... You know, he, yeah, he's been killing it forever. Um, he had a TV show recently that was on, like, HBO or something like that. That was really fun. I think Ricky Gervais was a part of it. Oh, I missed that one. Cause I like, and I like Ricky Gervais, too. He's funny. It was The Short Life or something like that. Maybe. The Short List? Maybe. It was something. It was a play on, it was a play on height. I know that. Yeah, no, I didn't check that one out. But that one I might have to now just because it's been a while since I've seen him in anything other than the Leprechaun movies or like Willow or, you know, the things that he's really well known for. The uh, the people with the height disadvantage, they're, they're the last group of people to uh, for people to say, don't make fun of these people. Don't give yeah. hard times to. He, you know, well, he's fun sized. Did it? They recently just like uh, what what song did they just take? They just tore something got 
it, 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 the politically correct police tore it up. Some cl- like um, big famous thing. What happened recently? Do you know? Um, I don't recall hearing anything. They got they're they're real hard on short folk. Let's just say that we're all they're, they're they're going back and they're 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 canceling out songs and cartoons and stuff. And you should see the way they talk to these short folks. It's very unfortunate. Yeah, that's just rude. There's no need just because they're you know fun sized doesn't mean you have to be ignorant and rude to them. You know they take it too. They take it uh, and keep smiling. You know. What well, I mean? they're trying to be the bigger person, not trying to be an asshole. Is that a pun? Are you, are you yeah, giving them hard times? That's a really no. I'm not trying to give them a hard time, but like you know, without for lack of a better no, saying, know, they're I really know. they're trying to be the bigger person and not no, they are be assholes like the people that you know. It's I'm a tough down to them. It's a tough uh it, it's again, no a, pun intended. Yeah. It's a tough racket. Uh it's a tough racket for sure, you know what I mean? You know, I remember I worked with a uh, a deaf filmmaker. Uh he told me and he's just you know, deaf and he said, you know, he's been in other places and other countries and such where they, they kinda would even just being deaf, you know, they look at you like you have like a real you know, it's an issue of course. It's a handicap, you know, it's an unfortunate yeah. thing. It's a tool took t- tool taking out of your toolbox of uh, you know communication, but you know uh, people overcome it. You know what I mean. But he says some places really look at it like it's almost a death sentence. Like there, there's no overcoming it. I think people look the same way with people that are not not quite as tall as other people. Yeah, like Game of Thrones and Vikings. You know that that time period of life where you know if you were born with some kind of deformity like that, they like killed you and you know or left you in a boat and sent you down the river did you check uh did you check out that coen brothers movie that was on netflix the what the um the ballad of walter skaggs or something like that no it's actually um yeah they did a movie for netflix and it's like a an anthology film from the west um and the first three segments are like really good, really solid. And then it kind of starts to drop off. The fourth one might be all right too. I forget which one uh, this one is, but in it, there's like a, it's uh, Will, uh, uh, Liam Neeson uh, is in it and he's traveling, he's traveling around and it's in the, the Western days, if you will, you know, uh, by carriage. And, and he's like this traveling dude who puts on these like different shows and, he comes across this guy who from like the waist down just doesn't have legs. And um, so they do this. They're doing this like little road show where the guy is like, uh, you know, he sings a song or does poetry or something. I forget what it was. And Liam Neeson just kind of like takes the money and um, brings the guy with him and he kind of exploits him. And uh, it's probably one of my favorite Liam Neeson characters next to Dark Man, to be honest with you. And I'm not really a gigantic fan. But long story short is uh, throughout this segment, you really kind of feel for this character and you get to know him and you like him a little bit. And um, at the end, Liam Neeson, like, he he realizes that, like, people will pay to do, like, cockfighting or something like that. They <laughs> oh, bet, bet money on cockfighting. So, like, he gets a chicken instead or, like, there was something he buys a chicken instead. And then, like, at the end of the segment, spoiler alert. At the end of the segment, he throws the dude with no legs, like, in the icy water just to, like, get rid Like, he's a piece of trash. Oh, that's awful. But that was going with what you said of that madness, all that craziness. Poor Warwick. Warwick will never have to deal with that inhumane things because we're in a new era, a new time. Hopefully. Time we, yeah, we, yeah, hopefully. We like to call that era 2021. 
All right. Now, back in uh, 1993, all right, great year, the year of uh, the Wicked Hollows, actually, believe it or not, uh, a writer-director named Mark Jones approached the horror genre, his gift to the horror genre, his helping of horror, if you will. Um, it came in a little green box. There was a shamrock on top of that box to make sure that the evil lurking within could not escape and do bad things. Well, it actually wasn't a green box. It was a brown crate. I know. <laughs> I had a rhyme in me, though. I, I, I was aimlessly going, and then I said, you know what? We'll go. We'll go there. Why not? Yeah, why not? Um, so, you know, you know, an evil, sadistic leprechaun goes on a killing rampage in search of his beloved pot of gold, you know, as it much leprechauns would do. Um, very fun story. Uh, I remember this being very scary. You know, the, the opening scene, um, with this, the old guy in his house, you know, and he's downstairs and he kills his wife and stuff. Very super duper creepy to this day. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Cause he, you know, and he's like, he's like throwing his voice, making it sound like he's the old man's wife. And he goes looking to think he's going to go and help her. And lo and behold, it wasn't his wife calling him. It was our little friend. Yeah. The voice throw always kill like kills me. I, we talk about this on, on mostly ghostly. When, the, the, when somebody throws their voice like that, that in movies or in real life or whatever, it always, uh, it always creeps me out. It's a, it's very uh, otherworldly, you know what I mean? But, yeah, not to get away from the the series we're talking about, but like any movie that you know where they use like ventriloquist dummies and whatnot. Like, I love ventriloquists, but that is like the creepiest profession ever. <laughs> it is. It's a, it goes way back to that ancient time of entertainment, like that uh, Liam Neeson, Coen Brothers thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the ventriloquist is a weird vibe. Are you familiar with the Tales from the Crypt ventriloquist uh, episode? Yeah, there's that, two of them. There's I two can't of remember them what is. Good. Yeah, I can't remember the name, but that little sucker is creepy. There's two. There's two that are really cool. There's one of them with Bobcat Goldwaite, um, and and um, um, uh, Mister Mister Nice, Mister Warmth himself. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Don Rickles, uh, OG, rest in peace. Um, and Don Rickles is like, is a ventriloquist guy who – you like that? I see the smiles. Um, who's like a, a, you know, a successful one. And Bobcat's on the come up. And he comes to find out that um, the reason why the dude's so successful is he has a twin brother, a freak twin brother as a hand. So, like, that's how he can do the puppet so well and do the voice. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I remember that's a that. Great, yeah, that's a great one. And then he event. There's a scene where, like, I think he cut. He, he uh, Bobcat eventually gets the hand put on his hand. He tries to grind it off with the meat grinder uh, type deal. There's that one, and then the other one, which is really cool, is there's an older guy that had an act, and he's you know he's, he was very famous for it. And late, later in life, he has like a new hotter young wife, um, trophy wife type deal. And there's like this new guy comes to work on the house or something weird. One of those, one of those typical come yeah. to things. Uh, and long story short, is him and the, the the wife have a romance, so they try to bump off the dude, and um, they kill the guy. But the guy's doll comes back to like kill to get revenge. And I always like that yep, episode. That's the one well. I've. That's the one I've seen. That's a good one too. But yeah, always very creepy stuff. You know, the doll, everything very small. Or the it's one funny. like what, the R.L. Stein, the Goosebumps doll. That one was creepy as hell too. Night of the Living Dummy. I yes. 
Isn't that the, the documentary about Alexander Hawk? <laughs> oh my God, Alexander Hawk! If you listen to the show, you'd be so sad right now. So this film right here, Leprechaun, brought in a gigantor superstar actress to the game. Mal- yes, the game. That was I think I believe that was her first feature film. Um, for if anybody doesn't realize that that was where Jennifer Aniston started. Well, she became your friend and mine, and everybody. Yes, you know, um, friends. Whatever that was, that was a great horror film as well. It was a great horror series. It's funny because I think I've seen an interview with her, and they asked her about it, and you know, she kind of chuckles about it and says it's not like her best. I believe she says she's never seen it or something like that. Yeah, but and and she only did it because you know it was offered to her, but it wasn't like her best choice of a role or something. I'm sure she's done a lot worse. Oh, I'm sure too. Everybody has to start somewhere, though, right? Yeah. You know, the, you got the great Mark Mark Holton doing the Aussie character. You think that fly nowadays? Probably not. Somebody would find a reason for that to be inappropriate. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, there's a very fine line to when you're playing somebody who's mentally handicapped. There's a very fine line to uh, to go there. There's a line that I think. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. has a line about that. I won't go there, but he has a line. But, you know, like, his portrayal of the character, and even with that character being in the film, he wasn't picked on, except for by, like, the little boy. And the little boy wasn't doing it out of, you know, trying to be disrespectful. He was doing it to be, like, playful and whatnot, even though sometimes it sounded worse than it was. But, like, he was, like, actually a friend to the guy, not... Well, they, uh, that there was a good the dynamic Well, because the older guy kind of had the mind of a child. So that's why they linked up. So they got along so well. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was cute. You know, he was funny. And I've, I've always loved that character because, like, even that, that particular person as an actor, I like every role he's been in. Yeah. You know, Teen Wolf and right. uh, was it Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Yes. And Pee Wee's Big Adventure, especially. He's a right. Was it Horace? Was that his name? I no. think it might have been, yeah. He was also on Gacy, which is like, a, he played John Wayne yes. Gacy later And on. he was creepy as hell in that. He did a good job with that, yeah. Yeah, because because everybody, you, you were so used to seeing him predominantly in roles that were comedic. And yeah, yeah he was, the, you know, the goofy fat friend, <laughs> I guess you could say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those I feel like those two were kind of really the really breakthrough, breakthrough performing in Warwick. Other than other than Warwick's portrayal of the Leprechaun, yeah, that was my favorite part was watching those two on screen together. You know, it's good stuff. You know what I mean? I know that that dude returned. Uh, he returns later with Leprechaun returns to redo the character. Um, it's easier to read. It's re- easy to bring a character back that is like that than to create an original character. I feel. And 1994, we found the sequel come out, Leprechaun 2. Right, immediately. Yeah, it, it, it was real quick, the turnaround rate for the, the was, two of those. We'll, we'll have to get somebody that was a part of the show. Maybe we'll have to get uh, Mark Jones himself on there. We're gonna have to- I, you know, I was wondering, I was thinking about reaching out to him and seeing if he would be uh, down to be on the show, too. It'd be good to have Marky Jones on there. He's had his hands in some fun stuff. This one, this one, and this one was definitely where the 
the comedy started coming in more so than the first one. This one part was two. part two. Yeah, that's where the the jokes really started coming in from the leprechaun. You know, so like the synopsis on this is, is on his one thousandth birthday, an evil leprechaun selects the descendant of one of his slaves to have as his bride, leaving it up to her boyfriend to save her. So, like, the boyfriend's a complete moron. <laughs> Truly horrifying. A complete dunce, yeah. The, the, um, well, we'll get into this a little later. This is probably... Uh, this has the same vibe as... Uh, um, well, we'll say, you know, like, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Some people would say, you know, Phantasm 2 might fall into this. There's, like, a weird sequel, like, weird, obscure sequel held that sometimes we see horror films go into. I, yeah. You know, The Hills Have Eyes Part 2, I think. I was horrified the first time I seen The Hills Have Eyes Part 2. I couldn't believe that this was like a Wes, Wes Craven film. I was like, what is going on? The original uh, or the remake? Um, the original, the Wes Craven one. Yeah, Like the original Wes, Wes Craven yeah. did a sequel to the to his, his film. Um, and I, I, you know, I should probably go rewatch it, but I re- rest in peace, West. But I remember it being like really bad. I know some people like it though. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even think I've seen the the sequel well, my, for the original Hell's yeah. Have Eyes. But the Leprechaun series falls in that category for me a little bit too, where I think the second one's really weak. I think they 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 rushed real rushed too quickly to make, to make well, it. Well, like the first the first four were all back to back because from 1993 to 1996, though, is four of them released. What's fun though is I appreciate I have I have appreciation for three and four though. You know what no, I mean? That's those are the, the more fun ones. I always appreciate the fun ones. And I know that's part of, you know, there's the time and a place thing, you know what I mean? Of the era that it's in, the cheese and the fact that, you know, you were a kid kind of, we're kind of like still teenage, young teenager and kitty, yep. you know, around that time when it popped off. So like it was made almost for those and movies this, were made this, for almost With this kids. one, like Leprechaun, Leprechaun 3 was kind of like Halloween 3 was to the series because it really didn't have anything to do with the rest of them. Yeah, I mean, we had the leprechaun in it. it yeah, but the like, the, just the like the storyline itself, you know, it had nothing to do with the first two movies. I think part two was so bad that they were like, "We got to go recreate, refigure this out." Like, how can let's take it as a personal challenge to see if we can make a worse one than the last one? Horrifying. It's not that hard to do. They say. I thought it was just you know, it just added. Like I, I, somebody said, it added an extra layer of what the fuckness. Yeah, that's a good thing. You know, because the main character begins to turn into the leprechaun for like no reason. Yeah, it's a tricky deal. It's um, yeah, very, very Freddy Krueger, very, very, very Freddy's fucking nightmare. Very uh, um, Freddy's revenge. Very Freddy, very Freddy's revenge ish. Even yeah. with the, the change like that, you know what I mean? That's what I think. That's what makes this series so much fun. Even if they aren't the greatest movies ever, right, right. I, I don't, I don't. The Leprechaun definitely doesn't get the respect he deserves. Uh, well, to a degree, he does a little bit. They're still making them, so you got, you know. Yeah, but the new ones suck. Well, like they no, come on, I don't care. They suck. <laughs> well, we'll get in. Well, well, you might have, you might be surprised by my opinion as we get further in. You never know. Probably we never know is right because usually you know I mean we have our moments where we agree on certain films but then there's other ones where we disagree. You know you 
You can't overlook some great <laughs> actors like Clint Howard. Um, oh, God, you can never go wrong with a great cast. That doesn't two. mean that's going to make the movie, you know, any good. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> certain people make <laughs> certain people make it worth, uh, worth even 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 yes, but even actors like Clint Howard can't you know hold up the whole movie for you know the whole hour and a half. <laughs> well, he tried. We love Clint Howard. In case he's listening, he's a he's a he's, he's a awesome. I, I I love Clint Howard. I think he's like he's. We went to Instagram high school together. <laughs> he's like, but he's like, he picks like the most obscure roles to to be in you know like when with the clown in um rob zombie in three and three from hell like right. you know great he yeah, just great. he um clint howard is you know first of all he's a part of a, a, a royal family you know film royalty film royalty his family, yeah his family's film royalty you know what i mean um, yep ron howard is his brother bryce dallas <laughs> howard is his his niece like, clint's a, yeah clint clint's a and he's got that unique look to him, you know what I mean? Um, it's good stuff. I always love Clint Howard, seeing him and everything. Ticks, classic. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, House of the House of the Dead, we talked about him in a, an episode that hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, I know. Imagine Here that. we are, in the future. <laughs> in the future. Welcome to the future. The future is now. Um, classic. You know, the, the Leprechaun movies did have... You know, they're, they're, it's funny. You go back and you watch them, and there's people. I forget it was a part. It might have been part two, um, where like uh, Michael McDonald or uh, the the guy from like Mad TV, yeah, did the Stewie character. Yeah, you know, he 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 pops up in one of them. It's fun to go back and see the different people who like pop up at him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like hello, Ice T. Ice T in the house. <laughs> uh, Ice T mixed in. Leprechaun in the hood. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I I remember the first time I watched that, I popped. I was like, yeah, when I seen him in it. I think he might have. Oh, that was hysterical. Yes. That was like. Yeah. (laughs) Ice T minus. He's killing it, though. That's all that really matters. Right? Seriously. he went from screaming cop killer to being a cop on TV. I know. What's the irony in that, right? Well, Ice Cube's the same deal. He went from saying fuck the police to calling the police on the the, the homeless person. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll no, just throw Ice Cube and Ice T. Ice Cube's a good guy. We went to high school together. Instagram? Instagram high school, yeah. It was good times. He doesn't return my phone calls. Now you know the thing with Ice Ice T is is there's one there's one big regret that he has in life. Do you know what that is? No, which that he hasn't been on the show yet. That in the 1995 he did not appear in Leprechaun Three. That was a big that was a big problem for him. He was probably popping in his career music career uh, heavily at the time. At this time, yeah, like heavily. This was probably his. He was probably coming down a little bit uh, in his musical career. But uh, Leprechaun 3, 1995, you know what I mean? An evil leprechaun finds himself in Las Vegas, the city of sin folks out there. Uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Okay. Where he, yeah, he proceeds to cause mischief by killing people. Yeah, you know, you heard that right. Granting, no surprise, surprise, he's killing people. Yep, granting twisted wishes and infecting a young man with his green blood. Um, Kevin Spacey? Yeah. So, 
What next next time you're going to the streets of Leprechaunia, just remember. Watch out for that green blood. You know what I mean? Um, I dig Leprechaun three. Um, it's definitely I, fun, especially like when he's like the I, I believe there's a scene where he turns somebody into a slot machine and you just see all the coins spilling out of the person's mouth. Was that the Caroline Williams cameo? I believe so. I know she was. She popped up in it. That, that was it. Was fun seeing her. Yeah, I, she was because she was one of the. She was the card dealer at the table or the the roulette table or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I got down with it. Like I said, I really like it a lot. Um, my boy uh, Morty uh, number three's got Morty in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, his name escapes me at this mo- moment in time. I used to know it. He was like they got that like Brooklyn and New Jersey that real. Yeah. Um, Actually, that might have even been part two. Was it part? I thought Morty was part three. No, I, I think he. I could have sworn he was part two because he was matched up with the boy. He was matched up with the boy, but the boy was. But they brought him. Didn't they bring him back in another movie though? The nephew. They should. They should yeah. have made more. Morty and they were running been a like dude the... who came back. They should have brought Morty throughout uh, in throughout the series for sure. For I definitely. think that would have been fun. Um, yeah, he that he's a character actor that was, has been in everything. Um, I want to. I thought part three was. I I I, I could be wrong, but I, I thought part three was in. Va- I know it's in Vegas, but I believe it was when, like the the, the good guys are um, the tour people. They do the tour in the in like the. The hearse. It's yeah, Morty's no, hearse. I, yeah, that's what I thought it was too, but I didn't realize. I didn't then, think that was Vegas. And then part two is just part two is just the girl that w- resembled the girl that he fell in love with or needed to finish his to finish his whole thing. Yeah, the slaves, the slaves' daughter. Yeah, I don't think he. Let me. I I don't think Morty was in part one, uh, part two, but I could be wrong here. I hope I hope I'm not wrong. That would be that'd be an awful thing. Well, there's so many of them. You know, it's easy and it's easy enough to get them and confused. Let's so. just say this one big leprechaun movie, and everybody's involved. No, Pretty I was much. wrong. Morty. Um, no, you're right. Morty is in. Is Morty in both of them? He's in part two for sure. You know, he. I know he's in Sid and Nancy. Uh, Motorama, The Grifters, you know what I mean? He's been, he's in Vamp. Um, did I say Sid and Nancy? Yeah, yeah. I think I did. He was on Starsky and Hodge, you know what I mean? Doing a big, the laugh makers kid way back, going way back in time. Um, yeah, this dude was great, dude. He was awesome. Uh, 19, um, nine, 2001, January 21st, rest in peace. He went down. Uh, great actor, good times. Did not do Leprechaun 3, only did Leprechaun 2. Um, the Leprechaun 3 budget could not afford him. Ah, Seinfeld, J- Jack Klompus. That's, yes. That's what I remembered him from, mostly ghostly. Rest, <laughs> in, <laughs> Rest in peace, seriously. Rest in pizzle. Um, but yeah. So yeah, he's part two. So yeah, that twists my mind up a little bit. Part three... Um, I know that's definitely the, the the Vegas deal. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I give two a little more credit now. I, I, I was giving it, <laughs> I do give two a little more credit now because I really like that Morty character. Morty is probably one of my favorite characters in the entire Morty and Oz. Oh, he's so probably. funny. Yeah. Because like, like Morty spends so much time getting drunk throughout the course of the movie. And like, he's even fighting the leprechaun at one point and he like takes a swig of his bottle of whiskey and then like shares and gives the leprechaun a shot. If I remember correctly, when he first sees the leprechaun, he he questions if he's just drunk because he's yep. Really he thinks he's drunk. seeing things. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which you gotta love. You don't see. You don't see. I guess. Well, Jack Sparrow. I guess is is, is you know public drunkenness on film. I guess is the, you, you, when you see. Yeah, now they're going to get rid of Jack Sparrow because Jack yeah, Sparrow's a, yeah. a bad. He got influence. replaced. I wonder if his replacement, who's playing that character, will play it as drunk. Um, very curious to see that. You know what I mean not politically correct so probably not well you know like rest in peace Pepe Le Pew <laughs> that's what it was Pepe Le Pew that's what they cancelled out recently yep I've seen somebody comment about how like the, the Nicki Minaj or whatever was doing her WAP song. Oh yeah, I I it was, was I posted you? something about it. Yeah. It's like it's okay for Cardi to Cardi B, you know, to practically have sex on stage during primetime hours where everybody's watching it, but a cartoon is offensive. That's how horrifying our culture You know, is there's a young boy out there playing Grand Theft Auto that just killed right. a hooker so he didn't have to pay her. You got it. <laughs> but, you know, Pappy Le Pew is bad. What's WAP stand for? Does that stand for what I think it stands for? Uh, yes. Yeah? Yeah. See, that's wild. That the hypocrisy out there is so crazy, dude. That, that, and that cancel. But you know, like I can so see, like we grew up you know, WAP is kinda like the nineties version of Naughty by Nature, OPP. But I a little think worse. It, is it is it wet ass pussy? Yeah. All right. I don't know if I heard that or if I'm just a hip hop genius. Nope, that's what it is. And then it's like, you know, they're on a stripper pole and they bring out this big ass fake purple like bed and Cardi B and the Meg the Stallion chick are like practically having sex with one another in the fake bed on stage. But again, Pepe Le Pew is bad. It's so crazy how that that it's so crazy that it's like that. We're not gonna get too political, but it, that's a little no, because this is this, this is that's exist. a whole another episode. <laughs> it's a lunacy thing. Um, you know, in 1996 when they made Leprechaun Four in space, that shit never would have flew. You know what I mean? Literally, because so, that, that was exactly that never would have sailed off into the stars. Um, so yeah, 1996 Leprechaun Four in space. Every horror franchise has to eventually get to this point. Yeah, except how one? How did the leprechaun even get into? Why the hell is the leprechaun in space? How did he get on a uh, on a spaceship to begin with? You know, there's just so many things that went unexplained in this movie, but it was just comedic. You make a you make you do a movie in space, but nobody on Earth wants to watch your movie. That's what you make it in space. <laughs> that's straight up facts, that's right? What that, I think that's what that is. The, um, the director of that one was Brian Trenchard Smith, who I really wasn't too familiar with, even though he did Leprechaun 3, which is no surprising that, you know, two in a row sucked. He came back for two and three? Three and four. He did, I mean, I mean three and four? Yeah. I, I give that dude a little respect because actually, I actually like three and four on for the the campy, corny vibes. Well, yeah, um, but it, it just it's just bad that, you know, the same director put out, like, the two of the worst ones in the franchise, even though they're good he looks like a dude that wouldn't make campy stuff very um, serious looking he is he made a movie called pimping peewee so he he um 
Maybe I maybe I'm wrong about him. Maybe he deserves all my respect. Right. Um, but yeah, Leprechaun. Usually, when you go into space, it's the end of the road. Uh, yeah, I, this, I, like this, I, this movie, like every single cliche of outer space, was tried. Isn't um who we got a cameo? Is um Brad Dourif in this? I believe so. I believe Brad Dourif is in this one. You know, whenever Brad Dourif is in a film, the film can't be bad because Brad Dourif gives his absolute all and everything. Everything I love about Brad everything Durf. he does. Yeah, like, and there's no mistaking the voice. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. He is. He's one of those actors. You know, Jeffrey Combs is another actor like that too. Where you know, arguably the biggest things they've ever done, horror horror related. You know. And certain people would look down on that, but nobody should. Uh, but both of those actors, it's like every time they're they're it's like they're always trying to still prove themselves with their work, which is a good thing. Keeps you motivated uh, and good work coming out. But both of those actors are actors that are super good and, you know, could reinvent themselves whenever they want type deal. They, you know, yep. could, they could do any, they really could do anything. Uh, super duper stuff. But got to keep with the times if you want to stay relevant. That's what they say. Um, they're usually right, you know what I mean. Usually, not always, but like there's some things that where you have to keep up with it. Yeah, you know the city of sin. There's a lot of there's a lot of gold coins over there in the city of sin. It's one of those bang <laughs> things, you know what I mean. You gotta be careful. But we're in the, we're in a, a more sinister place. We're in out of space. You know what I mean. Uh, to give you a real quick to, to touch base on how he got into space I think it explains it here on a distant planet a power hungry leprechaun kidnaps a uh, dominion princess do I have to continue reading I want to give no. up I already want to give up <laughs> now, I, this movie was a lot funner to read I'll tell you that yeah it, it was like an hour and a half of your life you'll never get back because I just rewatched the entire series prior to doing this episode just because of it had been so long since I've actually watched them and I'm sure that you know with tomorrow being St. Patrick's Day that you know sci-fi or somebody will have a leprechaun marathon you know Prince, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll be that's usually now. yeah. That's usually that's usually other than you know the very first one. Obviously, that's one of the ones that they like to play when they do it. Next year, shock treatment with Mel and Maddie presents Leprechaun Watch Party. The entire fucking franchise. We stay on twenty four hours for hours for a whole fucking day. <laughs> you guys can punch in and out. We have clovers. We, t- we we make clovers disappear. Four these clovers disappear. They all burn <laughs> up into the atmosphere. Fucking spirits. Green beard disappears. It's a wild world. Yeah, the plot to this sounds like the worst thing ever happened. If oh, yeah. Thing- like, like I said, every cliche for a horror space movie was used in this. I remember, I remember it not being that bad of a movie, though, but the plot's like the most horrendous thing of all time. No, it was, it's just freaking hysterical because, you know, like I said, like, well, like you said, when you were just reading the synopsis, yeah, you know, you've, you've got a space princess, a leprechaun in space. Like, it's just craziness, pure craziness. I it, it can be summed up like this: the the the, the it's the a plot. train wreck that you know you should look away, but you gotta keep looking just because the, the, the plot the plot keywords that everybody should 
that was pulled out for this was exploding body, bare breast, female frontal nudity. Um, that's all I, I think that's the one. That, I think that's the thing. That's the other thing with the Leprechaun movies too. The nudity is kind of what it's known for. Yeah, it's a little later in the slasher game, so like by they already kind of the slasher fans have already kind of let the let the filmmakers know exactly what they're kind of wanting for certain types of films. Yeah, because time, like within the Leprechaun movies, because I'll say it, there's a lot of great tit shots. Yeah, you know, so it kind of they came became synonymous with one another. You want to you want to see some great tits in a horror movie? You put on Leprechaun. Leprechaun, <laughs> Leprechaun, is one of the only ones that you think would actually have sex with one of the girls before killing him too. Right. He I, and that's pretty yeah. much almost what happened in part two. <laughs> he has that vibe to him. He's got that creeper vibe to him. Yeah. So you know he'll probably be the next to get canceled. He probably will. He's got the boogity face. Oh no, he's he's offending women. He's sexist. He doesn't know how to take no for an answer. It's true. One day they could. One day they could. We should do an episode on will they cancel? Will they actually cancel out slasher films one day because of you know the threat, inappropriate contact, killing feet, all the sex, nudity, killing the females. It's definitely a a genre where with a well, you know a lot of nudity involved. Yeah, but like uh, even the message of like just running around killing teenage girls isn't a good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that they're, I don't know what, you know, PC culture is so afraid of themselves or the world that it could be or whatever that they got to, they got to make sure people can't see horror movies to save their own lives. I don't know. It's a story. Yeah. I, I've said this, I've said this numerous times today. You know, it's not like, forget Jesus, take the wheel. It's like, Jesus, take the whole car because we're fucking doomed. What about a spaceship? How do you feel about spaceships? Um, well, might as well. Hell, we're talking about a space movie, so we can take a spaceship. Leave it on a jet plane, bro. Leave it on a jet plane. Don't know Spare when I'll sky? be back again. Spare in the sky? <laughs> no, leaving on a jet plane. I was listening to Spare in the Sky the other day, and I said, is there any better song to roll into, like, war or anything? If you knew you were going to die, if you knew you were back going into battle, if you knew you were do, you were going to do receive something. I actually, didn't they use that on Kong Skull Island? They probably did. That song's heavy. That's a great that's, it is. It's a great like, song. It's like there's something about that song that, like, if you knew you had, to, if you were facing the tidal wave, if it, like you were facing a tidal wave coming at you, you could yeah. almost hang your head up high if you had that song going. You know? <laughs> Seriously, I'm about to die, but this song is fantastic. I'm about to die, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hang my head up high. Um, you know what can't hang their head up high? A little film called Leprechaun Five, Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> Uh, this is where they yes and this is where they uh bring in iced tea along with warwick it's directed by rob sparrow 2000 we could almost blame this for for (laughs) 9-11 this is tough times right here yeah iced tea's in the building dude it was good to see iced tea pop up 2000 this was kind of like when did his sh- what show was he on what show did he play the cop on csi i think he's on and he's still on it uh, nes or something yeah yeah he's in one of those cop shows <laughs> yeah there's only like 50 there's only like 50 of them so yeah, you know, i don't know, I don't know if this, this this might have been before that i wonder if he was doing those shows before no um <laughs> him being the cop came after this 
I almost feel like that show wouldn't let him make this movie. Like, if, if he was working for that show, they'd be like, you're not doing Leprechaun on the hood, dude. Yeah, yeah, it sucks, like... You can talk about killing cops, you're not doing Leprechaun on the hood, dude. You yeah. can kill all the cops you want, just you're not doing no Leprechaun on the hood. I wonder, I wonder what he thought of Rhode Island when he came here with Coco for uh, Comic-Con a couple years ago. I'm, I'm sure he liked it, you know what I mean? You know, you, you come in, you meet the meet the folks. Uh, you know, you meet your fans. I doubt anybody probably dogged them. You never know, though. I'd I don't know. I, 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 anytime I went by the table, there was they were never at it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's. I think that half of those people they catch the vibe. They like, they just catch, they get paid for being there, and then they just like they just walk around and they check. You know, because they just, walk around, you know, they go chill, too. they go eat, they hang in their hotel. He probably plays with Coco. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, if that was my wife, I would too. Hell. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that they, you know, you know, the rarity of them getting it. If you're, if you're lucky enough to catch them at their booth, I think it makes it more of an elusive thing. You know, there's some, there's an elusiveness that some celebrities like to kind of keep. And it's kind of good that they do that because if everything was so accessible and everybody, you know, everything was so easy, it would kind of take down, uh, you know, the value, whether it be to you personally, your actual, you know, financial value in something, you know what I mean? Uh, Ice-T uh, should be on the show, and we'll talk about Leprechaun in the Hood, and he'll probably be like, let's talk about Gilly Yeah, Cops. man, I was really, I was really high, you know, just decided I'd do a Leprechaun in the Hood, and... Did we get it? <laughs> Leprechaun in the Hood's a weird movie that when I watched it, I enjoyed it for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, you know, it's a fun one. The plot, I believe it's just uh, a hip-hop group, I think. Yep, three rappers on... want to get even with a pimp when they unleash the Leprechaun. Well, one of them had the worst name, like MC Prototype P or something ridiculous. <laughs> something stupid, yeah. Yeah, and he, he's like, a, I'm a positive rapper, man. <laughs> Positive rappers don't, uh, I don't know where positive rappers go. There's not too many of them. No, not at all, you especially know. now. Let me catch their official plot. When three rappers wanted to get even with the pimp, played by Ice T, he comes back. The thing about Ice T is weird. Ice T, I believe, gets fucking killed. Doesn't Ice T get killed in the beginning, like the first opening scene? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. When he comes back, uh, he has a great name in the beginning, too. It's like uh, T-Money Bone Joe or something like yeah. that. Something ridiculous. Um, I also love the fact that he smokes weed in these movies. I also, yeah, I got to give it props for that. Yeah, because that's like, that's like one of the first horror movies I remember where they were like actually showing them on screen doing it and not, you know, you just see them blowing smoke or whatever type of deal. When, when he, when he, when, when, when Leprechaun smoked weed, he might as well should have turned to the screen, blew the weed of smoke, winked, and said, we don't give a fuck about what we're doing. When he took that bong rip, though. <laughs> you should have been like, we, got you. we already got your money. We don't give a fuck how you yep. feel about the movie. This movie uh, sucks, but the Leprechaun just took a bong rip, so what? <laughs> that's what that, 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 that definitely made it cooler. That made it a cooler film because the and it, that, that was definitely a, a feather in the hat to the Leprechaun for sure. Every now and then you'll see certain slasher people do, do certain things that might not be cool. And the weed thing, if, it, it could have came off in a, not cool, but it came off very cool and fun. And I wanted to smoke weed with the Leprechaun. You know right. I mean? 
it's because you know it's not like you see Freddy Krueger, you know, spark a joint. Even though you know, in Freddy versus Jason, he was the caterpillar kind of like. You know, he was doing like a what was it? What, oh, a character from Alice in Wonderland. I can never remember the, his name. What they actually call him, but the caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so you know, like you see Freddy Krueger come in, hold it. I think he's maybe he does hold a bong in that one. You could. He takes a, a rip re- with the dude. <laughs> That'd be funny. You could do a really cool dream sequence with weed involved, with the paranoia aspect to it. You know what I mean? But yeah, like the, cloud, like the cloud of smoke that you see when you're going into the dream is just a you know a big marijuana cloud of smoke. Fre- Freddy Krueger would make it fun where it would be, yeah, it'd be a big cloud, but it would be like it would almost the cloud of smoke would turn into the to the Freddy worm, and it would kind of worm through the room in a real creepy way. But I think with the humor of it, with it would it would kill you in a take on munchies, almost the way he killed the girl with stuffing her face until she died. Yeah, I think it'd be something like that where he either stuffed food like you got the munchies and then stuff food down your throat till you die. Or what he'd probably do is he'd do shotgun. He'd, do, he'd take a big rip of fucking weed and then he'd do the, the suck face thing. And then yeah. he'd, he'd blow the smoke into whoever and their fucking lungs would like explode out the back. That's probably how it killed them in a weed related deal. That dude, like I, you better copyright that and you put it out. <laughs> I could never you can make up a character. It. We can I make up a different character. <laughs> Appreciate my ideas, world. That's all I can give you. Out of that, all I can give you is the idea. But it was fun to see Leprechaun smoke weed for sure. And that definitely, he gets a little edge up on other people over that. Yeah, um, I mean, like, like I said, this is, this is one of the franchises where you definitely, it's the, comedic, is, the comedic aspect is what's going to keep you interested. You Just know, because, I, you know, he is so campy. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'm trying to think to myself, it's like, who is the official, who's the official king of the little man? It, it probably would have to still be Chucky, I feel. Over the leprechaun, what do you think? In the murder aspect or the comedic value? See, that's the different, that's the aspect. I mean, you gotta, you gotta break it down that way. Because know? they're different. They're In both aspects, they're both totally different. I, yeah, I, I, hear you on I think, I think like the comedic portion of the program i think the leprechaun is funnier than chucky is but you know kill wise i think chucky has the better kills the leprechaun is the the leprechaun is totally inappropriate that's why he's gonna be part of the that's why he's gonna be part of the cancel cancel movement you know he's almost full moony he's almost full moony yeah like a higher it's like a higher budget full moon like just a step above (laughs) if if you were if you were being stalked by one of them who would you rather be stalked by chucky or the leprechaun Probably Chucky. I would go with Chucky too. There's like a supernatural element to the Leprechaun. Yeah, where Chucky's just kind of there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, he's I, a spirit, but he's still just kind of there. Yeah, he he's just he a soul. Tra- he's just a soul trapped in a doll. But like, he, yeah, exactly. Aren't we all baby? Aren't we all baby? What? No soul? Aren't we all just a soul trapped in a doll? That's a new Taylor yep. Swift album. No, oh, Jesus. Our boy's gonna pick it up. Our boy's got 18 of them fucking stapled to the inside of his, his living room. He must have loved her Grammy performance where it looked like she was wearing her pajamas in the attic when she sang. Wolfie the Carpathian? Yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know, he, Leprechaun's got a funky look for sure. I gotta he's give him a, he's he, cool. 
He's got that rugged, rustic, almost like Freddy Krueger is the closest thing I could kind of compare the look of. I know it's completely different, but like makeup job wise of a really creepy, um, so over like overly done to the to the creepy factor of it, you know what I mean? Like it's a great I don't character. know. Do you remember? Um, I don't know if you remember um, Lauren Cunningham from Scaracon. She was she was one of she's one of um, the makeup artists that do the yeah. special effects on the people that were, walk around throughout the convention over that the weekend. Very familiar. We yeah. we grabbed her to be on a special effects panel, like literally last second before yeah. I did it. And today she posted a video that she put on TikTok, and it was dope. It was like a a flash video of her doing prosthetics and whatnot and making herself into the leprechaun into the leprechaun. Oh really? And it was in like it looked phenomenal when she was done. It's like I, I could never <laughs> do that on myself. You see that a lot now with the with I don't know if it's just a, a, I don't know, like if people are trying to like trying to learn that stuff more or what, but it should you do that. I see a lot of girls popping up where yeah, I see- I did, lately a lot of there's been a lot of videos on TikTok, t- TikTok of um, people doing special effects things like especially clown makeup. That's and been even, very yeah. big on there. Even girls that aren't horror fans like I've yep. been seeing girls that aren't even horror fans do. You know, the like zipper fairies, face, like the, yeah. like the zipper, like that famous zipper effect yep. face that was big or a ghoul effect or, you know. Or the one where they're like, they take like the whole bottom of their face and their neck and just turn it into a giant mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things that's kind of um, doing makeups become pop culture. Makeup effects are almost pop culture in a way like that, because it's so easy, I think, where you can just get these, you could send away for these items and, uh. Everybody and you can use a lot of point. yeah, and, and if you can't and if you can't afford it, you can use a lot of stuff around your house, you know, like to it's build tricky. up. Like yeah, you, but you like I've seen people use I've seen people using toilet paper to build up their prosthetics or like coffee grounds to get like the right consistency for a wound. So it's, kind of, it's crazy. Not even just Billy. I, I've seen like other people doing it too. Billy Coin made all his effects are made out of household materials. He's a he. He's that's trying good to save though. The there's world. nothing. There's nothing wrong with recycling. He, he's trying to save the world. He's a good man. Very good man. Yep. And then because Leprechaun in the Hood wasn't bad enough. Back to the. Hood. We go back to the hood. Well, usually that's one mistake. Nobody ever, the only thing, the only bunny, the only buddy who ever left the hood and went back to the hood was the leprechaun. Let's just say that. He got, he got that, you know, that taste of that weed and was like, yo, this Addiction, is fantastic. Yeah. I need to go back and smoke with these homies. Addiction's a terrible thing. <laughs> Addiction is a terrible thing. That was his gateway. <laughs> What's funny is that he, that's what you just said is not even a joke. Like, I believe his, like weed is why he goes back. Yeah, because he likes weed so much. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't pull myself to watch this movie. Um, this one. This one was a little weird too, because like, I think weird. the girl. I want to say the girl owns like a, a hair salon or something. But her and her friends find the synopsis is like they find the treasure chest full of gold and they fail to listen to the old psychic who told them to stay away or they would encounter the leprechaun. Needless to say, they don't listen, and here he comes to, you know, ruin the day. The Leprechaun and the Hood movies aren't as good as the Killjoy, the first Killjoy film. No, Killjoy, they, yeah, but Killjoy is a different 
Maybe if it wanted to. Killer. And I haven't seen the Trent Hagar ones, unfortunately. I, I'm a big fan of him, so I'm sure I like him. But I, that first, dude, I really like that first Killjoy, Killjoy movie a lot. Yeah, I have the first three as a box set because I enjoyed that one so much. We need to get like a big bag of fucking super crack and watch fucking <laughs> watch Killjoy one through three. I'm in. Word. Leprechaun back to the two back to the hood. I remember being better than the original hood one. I remember it being better than back uh, in the hood. Back to the hood was better for some reason. Oh, see, I didn't like that. I thought I thought back to the hood was worse than you know in the hood. Maybe I got to twist it up. That's very possible. Back to the hood was kind of the acting sucked. I don't. I don't really. I didn't really recognize any of the major players in the I film. What, I wonder what they were paying Warwick Davis by the by, by by the time they got back to the hood. Probably a lot to have to make him be in the hood. Yeah, dude. Like Warwick Davis was like, "Gentlemen, I don't go in the hood for less than two thousand dollars. You ain't gonna catch me in the hood for less." There's there's none of this. Catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, you don't catch me outside. That don't happen. You don't catch me around here like that. Yep. No, never. Not that way. It's funny. Then he kind. Of, then he did the Ricky Gervais show, and you'll never see him again. A leprechaun. Yeah, the well, and there was like yeah, because there was a long pause, you know, because we didn't get the next leprechaun movie until 2014 when Origins came out. Yeah, he's not doing, and he wasn't the leprechaun. It was Dylan Post, yeah, or something like that. We'll 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 give big we'll 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 pay our respects to Warwick leaving the leprechaun series. (laughs) He walked away before they got even worse. Yeah, like. That's the thing. What we, you Yankee, yeah, you're not gonna see. You're not you gotta know when gold. to fold them. <laughs> it's not, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, there's not enough gold coins in the world, yeah. <laughs> the, um, the, uh, yeah, and it's not that he's too old. For anybody that might have thought that he never, he didn't go do those other Leprechaun movies because he was too old, nah, it's not because he's too old. No, um, he 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 smartened up and said we had a good run. I'm out. <laughs> I would love to know what he made them do those movies. Actually, no. After he did that Gervais show, we might not even be able to get him. He probably don't even talk about fucking Leprechaun. He's probably like, get out of here with that. He's probably like Jennifer Anderson. I wonder if he sees Jennifer Anderson if they if they're friendly or if she ignores him. I don't know. It's funny because like like. For the majority of most of these movies, anyways, the, you know, there's a lot of big names in there. So you would think that their paths would, well, would have crossed again at some point in Hollywood. Hollywood's tricky, too. You figure for every famous person there is, there's an entourage of actors around them that just never made it that were like their close friends. You know what I mean? Yep. So even though, even though people the jealous have, groupies, well, no, they just friends. Like, even though they haven't had success, doesn't mean they're not in the mix. You know, like there's dudes like, like we'll take, you know, like Alexander Hawk for like Alexander Hawk blows up. Right. Yep. And he's a, the biggest deal in the world. And we're all cool with Alex. So now we're around Alex, but he's doing his thing in Hollywood. But we're we're around him, and we get to meet we get to meet all the cool people and talk with the cool people. You know what I mean? Maybe even more so. It's kind of like we do now. Yeah, uh, the, the Hawk, the Hawk's ego. Hawk, just woke Hawk up. is Hawk is a, a flame, and we're all moths nowadays. 
<laughs> Hawkism is the new movement. I'm gonna make a shirt that says Hawkism. Oh, there you go. There's a new bombastic shirt. Yeah, I like it. But like they'd be like that, and, you know. Like in the, in the case of Charlie Murphy, like Charlie Murphy got to know all those celebrities because you know he partied and Eddie didn't party. So yeah, so he kind of took on that role. So he played the party and he did like the party inside of it. Yeah. So like that's the that that's the deal. So you know, even though even though you say you know Leprechaun, Jennifer Anderson doesn't appreciate the Leprechaun film. She still could be very close in real life with Warwick because they spent a lot of time on set together. And as you know, on set actors are going to click up and become friends more than I think actors and filmmakers would, so to speak, because they're in the trenches together. They're both kind of doing the same job. You know, sometimes the filmmaker might have to take like a, uh, uh, you know, like a, like a, like a, like a boss position in a way, you know what I mean? So yeah, they don't, they, they, they on set, they can't be your best friend. They have to, yeah. Focus on you know the job ahead and get make and get sure the, that get gets the day done. done. Get everything done the way you want it done before you know the bell the bell rings. Um, but they you know they they're sitting around all day. They have time to talk and stuff, and you know they relate because they're actors. And at that point, there was still at that at that well. Re- to be honest with you, realistically, at that point, Warwick was in bigger movies like Willow and stuff like that. So she probably looked at him like this is a. This is a superstar. This is an. This is a. This is a dude that I, I grew up watching. You know what I mean. And then later she would become, you know, Jennifer Anderson. But I'm sure she and then probably, become bigger than him. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they were probably friendly, and she probably talked his hair off while on set. You know, for advice and just stories. You know, the same way we would with somebody. We get to uh, yeah, definitely. And it would, you know, people it'd be nice to know. Then, cool. it would, yeah, it'd probably be nice. It'd be cool to like pick their brains and you know see what it was like to be on the set together seeing she was unknown at the time i wonder if Warwick davis was paid in actual marijuana to do these back in the hood movies i think for him to do those two he was probably paid with a little more than marijuana super crack (laughs) yo when emily woodrow and her friends happen uh happen on a treasure chest full of gold coins they uh, fail to heed the warning of a wise old psychic played by alexander hawk who had foretold <laughs> that they would encounter trouble with a very nasty and protective leprechaun. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, you know, that's real trouble. Uh, yeah, it's tricky stuff. You know, I think Sticky Fingers was in this one. Yeah, that's what he could. I think he, I actually believe, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, there's a scene where he takes the bong and he stabs him with it. Nice, nice. Yeah, they, they, they couldn't get uh, Ice Ice T wasn't returning, so they got Stick Fingers up in the building. I think Sticky Fingers is uh, what on it. Yeah, I believe so, and I think that was the last movie he did too. Uh, well, no, he's still going. Every now and then, I see Sticky Fingers still going. Um, he's probably doing indie stuff or something like that. Um, but yeah, he was a dude I'd always see his name pop pop up on straight to video stuff but yeah i always see his name popping up and as long as it's popping up that's all that matters that's a good thing yeah he's staying relevant in the film yeah he worked with abel ferreira i believe on a project which is cool um but yeah so sticky fingers was up in that um doing it big um yeah i remember these two the, the the hood movies weren't in the box set i remember there was a limited what felt like limited edition because when it came out, I bought it quick and I never seen it again in stores. And it was like a, a bot, like a the leprechaun box of gold box set or something like that. 
Yeah, it had up till four. I know Hood. Yeah, it's been. funny because like when we started talking about doing ranking the Leprechaun series for St. Patrick's Day, yeah. I actually went looking for a box set. Right. Because I'm thinking, oh, I don't have any. I don't actually own any of the Leprechaun movies, so I, you know, I had to go through like different streaming sources to find all of them to be able to watch them. Yeah, I remember that lep- the box set. I was pumped that it was coming out, and I got it online. I feel like. I maybe I did buy maybe I did buy it um, in stores, but I thought it might. I know it was very rare, um, and people don't. I'd talk about it, and people would act like they never even heard the thing. I'm like what? There's a box set. But I was so bummed out that I had to buy those last two Leprechaun movies separately because there's there were bad news, and um, that was back in an era where I was like, oh, I I can't not have the whole thing. You know what exactly. I mean, I mean like, I, like I'm the same way too because like once I if I have a, the start of a series, I need to have the whole series, even if there's films within it that I don't like. Yeah, like some OCD or something. Yeah, for real. Like seriously, like Fast and the Furious movies. I think the only one I don't own is Hobbs and Shaw. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Yeah, I heard like, that was good. I heard that was actually good. Yeah, I like the I like the the bond that you know Jason Statham and The Rock have together and on the screen. Better than The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> he, he had beef with somebody on Fast and Furious. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. He doesn't seem like he'd be the one that would be the problem. What the Rock? Yeah, he just got, has a I love everybody personality. I would see this Vin Diesel being. I'd see. I'd see Vin Diesel as being the one that would be harder to get along with. I enjoy the Rock. I I, I personally feel the Rock. The, the Rock's real personality is probably closer to his personality. In the WWF, when he first popped off, where he was very cocky. Oh, well, he was the bad guy. He kind of treated people a little foul. But I do, you know, but I do, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he just has that cockiness of being a superstar to him, being a, you know, that athlete feel. You know, you got a key. He was a, in high school, uh, in college, he was like a big deal athlete and he almost was a football star, if not had a little football career. And then right into the, you know, wrestling. And uh, he blew up, uh, you know, the struggles, of course. But my take on The Rock is I, I think he's a little too nice. I, I, I feel like he's, he, he tries a little too hard to be nice. And he's probably a, a, just as nice as everybody else. But, like, he tries to polish himself up a little more than your, your regular Joe Blow. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I take him to me. Uh, I, take, I, I almost feel like real, person, real life he's probably a lot closer to the villain in the WWF days, not in a bad <laughs> way, but in the same way that Stone Cold was a villain. If you well, you will. can't always, you can't always be nice but, to people. Well, they're not really they're like anti-villains. They're like anti-heroes. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, where like you liked them, you know, they, he was bad to people, but you like, he, he, it's one of those deals where it's like, yeah, if you, you know, oh, he's bad to that. He's not bad to me. He's nice to me. You know, in one of those deals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of so like I, where it's, it's kind of where the next leprechaun movie comes into play. <laughs> speaking of WWF, yes. Good segue. Yeah. Good, Good segue. segue. Yeah, this installment. Oh. <laughs> um, an abortion. Yeah. Origins. Never 2014. Should have, never should have originated. Yeah, not at all. It's. 
obviously we just said it brought now, to you from the name? W. The, yeah, something like that. Well, was See, it the Harris, problem with- Harris Wilkinson and Sholem Gat were the writers. The director was Zach Lepofsky. I probably, you know, slaughtered that name. Sorry. And Dylan Posh was the leprechaun. Is that Horn? Well, that Hornswoggle was his, ra- his wrestling name. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I think I. I, I think this is. I, I actually no, it's not. I was going to say this is like one of the first WWE movies that they delved into the horror thing, but I think See No Evil came out before this. Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to think if they had their hand. Yeah, they probably did have their name on it. Yeah, but it did. This case, this is one of the worst installments. It came from the WWE, but I like the fact that they took it to Ireland. You know, they I went back to Ireland for bit. it. You know, yeah. because like the scenery was gorgeous, but you know, at that point you'd gotten so used to seeing Warwick Davis as a leprechaun, so to see somebody else, it's like, wait, hold up. <laughs> the whole thing's terrible. Stop. Like, yeah, like that wrestler, his whole gimmick was that he was kind of like a leprechaun. I think that was like his wrestling gimmick because he was a yeah. little Irish dwarf. And, um, he was, but he was real goofy. I, if I'm, I, I, I didn't watch wrestling during that era, so I don't know for sure, but I believe he was a real goofy, fun character. And that you, whenever you have somebody known for being goofy and fun, you don't want, especially if they're not an actor, you don't want them to portray something that they're not supposed to, because they already have that working against them for everybody to know them a certain way, you know? What I mean? Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's a wrestler at the end of the day. Nothing against wrestlers, but, you know, sometimes they're not the best actors to begin with, you know what I mean? Uh, just kind of the thing. Uh, I, Origins, uh, I'll be honest with you, I never watched Origins. And I don't feel bad about that. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. I yeah, I didn't think you know, it, it starts. It no starts way. with, you know, I'm just gonna read what it says on IMDb. Yeah, 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 cool. It's two young couples backpacking through Ireland discover that one of Ireland's famous legends is a terrifying reality. Horrifying. That's what I am. Yeah, that's what IMDb says about it. That was the same so Patrick's Day card. That it kind of makes it sound like it's gonna be worth watching. Yeah, I. When, as but then as, you watch it, and it's like I'm shutting this shit off because this is bad. <laughs> dub dub. When you get the dub dub e doing a horror movie, yeah, the dub kind of trouble. failed miserably with this one. You know you in trouble. Even see no like, evil is fucking garbage. I think I, I don't like. You that. know it's garbage, but it's better garbage than this was. I don't think I don't think fucking WWE makes good movies has ever made a good movie. Maybe no holds barred if they even had their hand in that. I know Hogan was a part of it, but I don't know how deep WWE was attached to it. I'm not sure. I can't think of a good WWE ever movie ever. Me neither, to be honest. The fucking Marine. Yeah, even that wasn't that great. You know, that was just all that was was like a lot of big explosions trying to make it. That is what saved that. You know. No holds barred. I guess that was good for its time. I liked it for the time. That's a fun movie. Oh, we just lost uh, Tiny. Rest in peace, Tiny Lister. There. Yes, he was so nice. Like we when we met him at Comic Con. Very intimidating when you're walking up to him. Yeah, once you but meet he's a him, big he's nice. teddy bear. Yeah, like you. Like if you're standing in line or walking by and gives you the eye. He's a very intimidating dude. Or yeah, he is. You know, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to mess. I wouldn't want to tussle with him. Um, but yeah, like I never, 
I never went up and met him, met him, but I watched, I like to watch the way people react with their fans and stuff. Um, and yeah, I remember he, he had that vibe to him where like people were very like nervous because they didn't know how to approach him. Yeah. And then once they met him, he was real cool, which is nice. It's probably the best way to do it, especially in a thing like that. Um, I, and with having the look that he has, you know, he gets typecast for all the, gimmick, all yeah, the mean like roles. Yeah. It's really like a wrestler with the gimmick because he's always been that the tough guy bully. Like well, I mean, I, I mean, wasn't he a wrestler at one point? I think he was way, way back. Because I know because like that year at Comic-Con, they kind of had all the wrestlers in like one area together. And that's where they had him. I think he was. I don't think he was like a big deal. But no, he but he was been. like so he was kind of like the minor leagues of wrestling. Acting was a bigger deal for him. I know that him being in No Holds Barred as like Hulk Hogan's nemesis. Nemesis was big. Was a dad right there is almost enough to put. But then again, he Friday and stuff are big, are big enough movies to put him in the regular category with the celebrities. You know what I mean? So, oh, like, for sure. Yeah, so it can't just be the No Holds Barred thing. Yeah, I don't know. He could, but I do. He did have a little stint with wrestling. But I didn't think it was enough to actually like put him in put him in that category, put him in a category of a wrestler instead of a category of an actor. Actor, yeah. But yeah. it is what it is. It's neither here nor there. Poor man. Like rest in peace for sure. Yeah, I'm sure he don't care about it. No, he it's just keeps his name keeps him out there, keeps him kept him relevant, keep is keeping him relevant, and you know. But yeah, Leprechaun Origins is definitely not a great flick at all. Like. I vowed to never I, watch that movie. It it's so bad I don't even know what to say about it. <laughs> so, right yeah, it's so bad I don't even know what to say about it. That's really all I gotta say right Yeah, they Man. literally they literally should have stopped there, but you know, four years later they decided to come back with <laughs> lo and behold, Leprechaun returns. Well, you gotta return eventually if you're a slasher icon. Yeah, and I think this one was a a sci-fi original. Yeah, so this was a weird show. It yeah. was sci-fi, yeah. Released for sci-fi on TV and then re- later got, I think, a little an uncut DVD release. Yeah, I think and I think the house that the because this uh, the girls buy the sorority house or whatever no, they turn it into a sorority house or want they Yeah, it's just yeah, the leprechaun <laughs> returns once again. Yeah, a group of girls unwillingly awaken him after they tear down a cabin so that they can build up a new sorority house. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if it's the same house from the first movie, or if it was like a random like cabin in the woods type. Deal. I really hope it was the move, the cabin from the first movie. I, I sense. think I really think it is. I'm or not like super positive on that one though. Or even like the um the well like the well that he was in in the first one yeah like, because i think there was a well in it yeah yeah they, I, that's I really, how they I, kill I him think, at the, yeah. the first one but they i think put him in a well yeah but this the, even this one like i i don't even know where to start <laughs> you know, it'll be a little easier on this one where i didn't think it was that bad even for a, a horror movie made for the sci-fi channel you got to kind of give that uh, a little bit of leeway, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like, I think what saved this one was all the all the the hot sorority girls running uh, around screaming, you know. 
You know, this was yeah, d- directed by uh, a gentleman named Stephen uh, Kostansky. Yeah, no, he, he's from the Astron 6 camp, who was like Father's Day. Um, you know, that Psycho Gorman, that new movie that just came out. Yeah, that was Gorman. actually pretty good, too. I liked that. He directed that. He was a director on The Void. You remember The Void? That was a yep, good time. That was well. really good. Yeah. Father, you know, Father's Day, if I didn't say that, that was a good time. So he directed this. Out. I was really anticipating this. To be all right. The trailer looked really cool. You know, it brought it was fun. It had some camp to it. It had some moments that were actually scary. Yeah. Um, I think I watched it when it premiered on Sci-Fi. I yeah. don't know if I've ever watched the official cut, like uncut, but I would if I came across it cheap. I would. I don't know. The, un- the uncut versions are usually always better, anyways. For so sure. I, sure. I. If I can have my choice between uncut or theatrical version, I want the uncut version all day. The only time I've ever been, the only time the the theatrical has ever been any, ever been better was for The Town, Ben Affleck's The Town. And yeah, that was a good movie. I like The Town a lot. It's one of those things. But yeah, the director's cut of that movie is uh, whatever the the, the extra shit that, uh, that Affleck wanted to keep in. Whoever made the decision to cut it out was like right on track because his the director's cut was fucking garbage. Garbage. Well, I mean it's the same movie, but like the stuff that he added. You can to it, you can tell what was added like, to yeah. it. Yeah, it was like you could clip that out. That definitely. Don't yeah, I can I can see why this was at, you know taken yeah. out of the movie before we it was released. And I like the town and Affleck a lot. So, hey, he's a hometown boy. He is. He's one of my favorite hometown boys. I mean, I like I take. Um, I take Affleck and Damon over fucking Wahlberg any day of the week. Do what you got to do sometimes. Yep. And this one, and this movie too, they changed the leprechaun again. It was Lyndon, Lyndon Porco. Yeah. This one, it was a little more. He had a little bit. Yeah. He had a little. Well, they probably was a little different too. Well, yeah. If WWE wasn't involved, they probably have to change. As well as the fact, I bet that that the wrestler fucking leprechaun from the trailer that I seen looked like shit. So anybody in their right mind would definitely change that up. For shizzle, Ozzy returns in this. Not a yep. not Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy the uh, <laughs> Ozzy the Never Learn. Yeah, but he's got. But he's a different. He's Ozzy. Is he? Uh, no, I th- because Ozzy died in the first one. I thought. No, he just got his ear ripped off or something like that. I thought they ended up killing him by the end of the movie, though. They killed him, and then he was so dumb, he forgot he was dead and came back. <laughs> came back and returns. Came back and returns and returns. The, the, <laughs> the movie's really about Ozzy's return. Leprechaun decide five-minute thing. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Ozzy, it's him coming back from alcohol, alcohol addiction. <laughs> it's really a big, dramatic film. Seriously. Oh, my God. So which one do you think is the worst one of all of them? The worst one of all of them? I would have to go for the first. The worst one I would have to say is Origins. I'd have I to agree. Say that was the fucking worst one of all time. Followed um, closely by Leprechaun in Space. You go for that one? I yeah. Know, with the, for the, the next one after, for my, my, um, my second to last, I had Leprechaun in the Hood. In the hood, yeah. See, I even those. I like that's like my fourth worst. I I was Leprechaun Origins, Leprechaun Four, Leprechaun Three. That's how you did it. Yep. 
And then Leprechaun in the Hood. Mine was Absolute Worst, I thought was Leprechaun Origins. Then it was Leprechaun in the Hood. Then it was uh, Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Back to the Hood. Then it was uh, Leprechaun Returns. Then it was... um, I had part two. Part two was up the list, but if if Morty's the one in part two, I gotta give more credit to fucking part two. So I'd have to go... At that point, I'd probably have to make part two... I I got part two and part three mashed up. I might even put it in order. So I might be... The best one, I think, of course, is... Is the original. We, We both agree on that. Now, number two, you had what? For number two, I had Leprechaun Returns, to be honest. And then Leprechaun 2. I could vibe with that. I could vibe with that. And I'll go with that with that too. So we'll go Leprechaun, Leprechaun Returns, Leprechaun 2. Yep. And then the Leprechaun in Back to the Hood. I have before in the Hood, even though it came out, it was the second of the two. Yeah. Just because the bong, killing the guy, stab, you know, killing the guy with the bong did it for me to make, yeah, yeah, give yeah. it that little nudge. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Ice-T. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I can, I can agree with that. I think for the most part, we can say that we're dealing with some like Leprechaun, Leprechaun Returns, Leprechaun 2. You want to do Leprechaun in the hood? I think we should do so. If you get your Leprechaun in the hood, after Leprechaun in the hood, you got to come back with Leprechaun 3. Yep. And then you can go Leprechaun back in the hood if you really like that one. And then go Leprechaun 4. And then Origins. Word. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree so. wholeheartedly with that. You know, it's one of those things, you know, but don't take our word for it, ladies and gentlemen. You get out there and you find out which And you decide for yourself. You and like then hit us up on our Facebook page and let us know what you think. Fuck yeah. All right. We want everybody out there to have a very happy and safe St. Patrick's week. If you just dis- if you're crazy enough to decide to go out to a bar during don't COVID, do don't do it. Get a Lyft or an Uber. Don't go out for green beer. You could end up with green flesh at the end of the week when you're dead. Yes. So no so drinking be, and driving. So be, be careful. safe. Yeah, no drinking and driving. Think of the other folks and the life. The life, your life's even if you don't die, your life's ruined. So forget about it. Yep. Forget about it. It ain't worth it. Nope, sure not. You know what I mean? Um, check out uh, other other uh, shows on the network. The Boombastic Cast, mostly ghostly. Behold the Pale Podcast. We no, got the Patreon up and going. Yeah, Patreon. You can check out Boombastic. Uh, Boombastic with two O's. Boombastic streaming. Um, we have our own streaming situation going on. We get our, our podcast and films, a little bit of everything. Um, check that out. A lot of really cool tiers uh, for, for different things. A lot of things you'll find out there. Um as of right now, when this re- this episode's released, you'll probably be getting ready to find out if you are and already find out that there'll be a big um, shock treatment with Mel and Maddie 420 uh, extravaganza type special episode. 
um, we'll be doing some tickets. So be on the lookout. Go check out the Shock Treatment with Mel and Maddie uh, Facebook page and look for the link right now. It should be there. And uh, get in tune. There's a lot of cool things. You yourself can be included in Super Duper 420. Come smoke weed with fucking uh, Mad the boom, Mel. The Boombastic Media the boom-bastic, Family. The Boombastic Media Family of all the folks that will be there smoking the weeds and all that. Talking about weeds. We got talking some about great- weed. Talking about horror movies. Weed-related horror movies. Yep, yep, yep. We got some great guests. We won't. I don't know. We got a couple of big guests coming up. On, yeah, we got some big episode. guests coming up. You know, always be on the lookout. We got a little formula of the way we're going to be feeding you these guests. So be on we're going, the we're going big this year. Go fucking big. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, what else is there to do during COVID? Only die and do shock treatment with Mel and Maddie episodes. <laughs> we got to, you know, we got to make it worth our, our patients, you know, time. It's truth. It's truth. We're good doctors. This. We're good doctors. <laughs> so check us out support us if you like us we like you like us back um we do it all for you kids we do it all for you uh help us do it all for you check us out support us um be on the lookout for the 420 special uh first year this is gonna be a yearly thing gonna be a lot of fun get into it now so when we're hitting year 20 you can say you know who else has been on every fucking 420 episode of shock treatment with mel and maddie other than mel and maddie you can say this guy or this girl, and you cannot be lying. You can be uh, on top of the fucking world like that, right? Exactly. Amen. All right. Well, we'll catch all y'all on the next episode of Shock Treatment with Mel and Marty. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day.